Welcome to this week's episode of Weekly Devotions with Pastor James. My name is James, and we hope you are doing well today. So grateful and thankful for you tuning in today. And uh, we pray that uh, your walk with the Lord is going well, and that's why we're here. Our aim here at Weekly Devotions is just to help you in any way that we can to have a healthier walk with Jesus. That's our goal. That's our aim. And uh, if you want to partner with us, uh, all we ask you to do is um, leave us a a like or subscribe and uh, you could leave us a comment as well especially on podbean Uh, we would love to hear from you and so if you don't mind uh, liking this episode going back liking any of the episodes that maybe you have listened to in the past subscribing uh, we would love to hear from you and that would encourage us and that would be a blessing to us in so many different ways And we just want to thank you for that. Uh, So grateful for uh, the new listeners that we've been having over the last couple weeks. I appreciate each and every one of you. And uh, if you ever want to connect with us, you can do so on Facebook. Uh, Just look us up, Guarding the Well, on Facebook. And uh, the reason that uh, Facebook is called Guarding the Well is I actually wrote a book called Guarding the Well. And you could find that on Amazon. Uh, it's print or ebook if you're interested. It's only about $5. So uh, it's not a very long book either. I wrote it uh, to be short on purpose because I know same way with the podcast here. I try to keep the podcast under 20 minutes. I know a lot of people don't have a lot of time. Uh, I have four kids and so I'm one of them. Just not a lot of time to sit and read a book that's like 200 pages or listen to a podcast that's really long. Um, You just want to get something and and get done. And so the book, Guarding the Well, as I said, is on Amazon. And it's all about guarding your heart. Uh, It comes from Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. Above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. And so it's a whole book about guarding your heart and the things that try to get in and influence our heart and get into our desires and our emotions and everything along those lines. And so if you're interested, you could pick that up. And uh, I have another book uh, you can find on Amazon and and the like. Uh, It's called The Father's Love, Where is God in the Storms of Life? And I wrote that. You know, everybody asked me why uh, God would allow, you know, my son has a, a Duchenne muscular dystrophy and so everybody would look at me as the pastor going why would God allow your son to have a disease like that you're a pastor and so it kind of deals with the the question why Uh, and I also wrote it in the hopes of just trying to heal and process things for myself but uh, just wanted to throw those out at you Uh, feel free to pick those up on Amazon if you'd like but uh, this week uh, I would like to uh, share with you something that uh, I it came across a couple weeks ago, uh, maybe maybe about eight or nine weeks ago, as I was going through uh, the Gospel of Mark with my Sunday school class. We came to Mark chapter uh, Mark chapter two, and in Mark chapter two, one of the sections in Mark cha- chapter two is Jesus calling Levi, and I want to read this to you, and it's Mark chapter two verses uh, thirteen uh, down through sixteen. And what we read there is this. Once again, Jesus went out beside the lake. A large crowd came to him, and he began to teach them. As he walked along, he saw Levi, son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax collector's booth. Follow me, Jesus told them. And Levi got up and followed him. While Jesus was having dinner at Levi's house, many tax collectors and sinners were eating with him and his disciples, for there were many who followed him. When the teachers of the law, who were Pharisees saw him eating with the sinners and tax collectors. They asked the disciples, why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? Let me ask you this question as we get going uh, today. How do you see yourself? 
a few weeks back, uh, we did a, a podcast. I think it was about two episodes back, and the, the title is "Fear Does Not Define You, But Jesus Does." Uh, and, and we talked about, um, you know, Mark and his fit failures and how that doesn't define him that he was able to get back in the following jesus and i encourage you to take a listen to that but how do you see yourself because often when we look in the mirror when we think about ourselves we we kind of see ourselves in a negative light uh maybe we will see ourselves in, in light of the sin that we have committed and don't get me wrong we need to take an honest evaluation and, and an honest uh handling of the sins and, and the mistakes that we've done in our lives but oftentimes we go too far and kind of like the person who has like two percent body weight but thinks that they're overweight uh, that type of mentality where we just have a wrong view of ourselves uh, paul talks about this uh, multiple locations in scripture that we need to have a right view of ourselves not that we're putting ourselves up on the pedestal but also not that we're putting ourselves in the gutter that we have to have a right view of ourselves. and one of the things i wanted to share with you and, and hopefully encourage you with uh this week is something that i get from the calling of levi here jesus calls levi to follow him and, and where we have to start is this who is levi well levi actually is matthew Levi is the, the disciple, then becomes the apostle that we know as Matthew. He is the one that writes the gospel of Matthew. And so here in Mark chapter 2, we see the calling of Matthew, the one that is eventually going to write the gospel of Matthew. And the thing about Levi is this. Uh, there's a good chance uh, a lot of scholars, at least that I've come across, believe that Levi, Matthew if you would, uh, was from the tribe of Levi. And the reason that's important is, I'll tell you in a second, but Levi was a tax collector. That's what he was. That was his job. He was a tax collector, uh, and which means nobody liked him. Uh, he was uh, absolutely hated. And, and here's why. Because to be a tax collector under the Roman Empire, you actually had to buy your position. It was kind of like an auction. And, and the highest bidder got to be the tax collector for that city, that town, that area, whatever the case may be. And so here's Levi. He is Jewish. Um, as I said, many believe he might be from the tribe of Levi, and he is siding with Rome, and Rome was the enemy. Uh, if you're a sports fan, it's like the, uh, I'm a Yankees fan, and so the Red Sox would be the enemy. Like this type of uh, hatred towards the, the Roman government from the Jews. And so here's Levi, the tax collector who's Jewish, who is siding with Rome and working with Rome to literally rob his fellow Jewish people because that's what he was able to do. Once you were this tax collector and you purchased this you could charge whatever you wanted and you were able to get away with it as long as rome got the money that they said they wanted you could charge anything over and above that so for example if rome wanted you as a tax collector to charge five percent tax on everybody in your region you could easily charge ten percent or fifteen percent and you would be able to keep the difference and if people did not pay you just told the Roman guard that was with you and they took care of business and so tax collectors were hated especially if you were Jewish the Jewish people they really hated the Jewish tax collectors because they looked at them as traitors and here's the thing you have to realize everything was taxed in that day 
everything absolutely everything was taxed and so you were literally robbing the people if you were a tax collector and here's the other thing about tax collectors they were unclean ceremonially unclean if you would and what i mean by that is this they were not even allowed into the temple uh, to worship the lord and they weren't even allowed to be a witness in a court so imagine you being you know working for the irs and you get called uh, to be a witness in the court and the court goes no we don't want you to be a witness because you work for the irs we don't think you're trustworthy we're not going to believe anything you say you're not worthy enough or valuable enough to be a witness that's what they did with the the tax collectors you weren't allowed to come to church and you weren't allowed to be a witness in in court and here's what i want you to get this goes back to what I said a few moments ago that there's a good chance that Levi was from the tribe of Levi you may think well what's the big deal about that why is that so important well here's why it's important in the day and age of Jesus in the Old Testament and, and even the New Testament the priest came from the tribe of Levi in order for you to be a priest to, to serve in the temple you had to be from the tribe of Levi. You couldn't be from Benjamin. You couldn't be from Reuben or, you know, uh, Judah or anything along those lines. You had to be a Levite. And the Levites, they were to be priests. And so here what we have with Levi is this. There's a very good chance that Levi grew up with his dad being a priest, which means he would have been a pastor's kid. Uh, he would have gone to uh, synagogue. He would have learned everything from an early age. He would have been in Sunday schools and midweek activities. He would have been at church for, you know, hours upon hours. And maybe that was you in your uh, childhood. Maybe that's you now where you just, it seemed like you're at church all week long with all the different activities and things along those lines. That was Levi. There's a very good chance that that was Levi. He knew the scriptures. He knew the ceremonies. He knew the law. He knew all of that. And for whatever reason, he ran the other way. He just goes, no, I don't want anything to do with it. I don't want anything to do with religion. I don't want anything to do with the Lord. I don't want anything to do with, uh, you know, scriptures or the rituals or anything like that. Because you know what? I'm actually going to do a complete 180 and I'm going to run and I'm going to be a tax collector. One of the worst things a Jewish person could do in the eyes of people back then. And I don't want anything to do with God. I'm not going to go to church. I I'm just going to be ceremonially unclean and everybody is going to, to hate me. But here's what I want you to get, right? Jesus comes and he calls him. And he calls Levi. And what Jesus does with Levi is he gives him a new name. He gives him the name Matthew. Now, Jesus does this with Peter. Uh, he does this with uh, Saul becoming Paul. You know, God this, did this with uh, Abram back in the Old Testament. But Jesus gave Levi a new name and called him Matthew. And the name Matthew means gift from God. You get that gift from God. So here's Jesus calling a tax collector who's hated by everybody else. And there's a very good chance that uh, Levi is the tax collector that robbed uh, Peter and Andrew and James and John because uh, Levi's tax booth is right by the lake where all the fishermen were. And Peter, James, and John, and Andrew, they're all fishermen. 
and it it just blows my mind but that could be another uh, episode uh, for us here on, on the podcast but what Jesus does is he calls Levi gives him this new name that means gift from God and here's why and this is what I, I, I pray would encourage you today Jesus saw in Levi who he would be in Christ and not who he was in the world what I mean by that is this Jesus sees you as who you are in him who you can be in him not who you are in the mirror or because of your sin because of your failures Christ sees you for who you are in him who you might become in him not who you are and we need to grab hold of that because maybe you are struggling and maybe you look at yourself and going I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm such a sinner I'm just horrible and you beat yourself down because that's how you see yourself one of the great things about the New Testament and and Paul does this a lot Paul talks about the saints he you know he opens up his letter and he's talking about the saints and then you know he's always using that word and a lot of people struggle with that in in this sense we don't see ourselves as saints if you're in Christ you are a saint a saint is anybody who puts their faith and their trust in Jesus Christ that's how the word is used in Scripture and so if Paul was writing you a letter he would he he might call you a saint now that doesn't mean we're perfect it doesn't mean that we're a hundred percent holy it doesn't mean that we don't sin because we are always going to sin on this side of heaven and we need to handle that properly through confession and repentance and growth and sanctification and everything along those lines but you and I are a saint in Christ and we need to see ourselves like that and because that's how Jesus sees us he's not seeing you in your failure right now he's not seeing you in uh, your struggles right now he sees all that and he knows all of that and he's there for you but he also sees he goes I know who you are in me I know what you can do in me because of my power you know when I was a younger kid um, a, a teenager and all the things that teenagers go through and I'm pretty sure you, you could probably relate to that because teenagers go through so much you know Jesus would have looked at me going you know one day you're gonna be a pastor one day you're gonna be you know sitting in your office recording a podcast about this one day you're going to sit back and realize that you've been working with teenagers for 20 years and you're gonna do all of that stuff by my power and my grace and my love and my forgiveness and that's that's who you are that's who you are in me it's not who who you are because of what you're doing right now and that same thing is said of you and we learn that from mark because mark was a sinner he is a big uh, i mean matthew matthew was a big sinner tax collector everybody hated him but jesus looked at him and go hey i know you're a sinner right now and i know you're struggling but i know who you are in me and i'm going to call you to follow me and i'm going to do a work in you and through you that you don't even fathom right now because that's what God does and so maybe you're hung up on how things are going in your life right now maybe you're just struggling in with sin and temptation thinking that God is done with you that God doesn't want anything to do with you and you're just beating yourself up well in Christ you're a saint and in Christ God sees who you are in him 
and who you're going to be in him. And because of that, don't give up because God is going to do a work and he is doing a work in you that is going to glorify him and benefit you. And sometimes we just have to keep putting one foot in front of the other. So let me ask yourself, ask you something. How do you see yourself? Do you see yourself as who you are in Christ or who the world is telling you you, you are? Because there's a big difference in that and how you see yourself is going to lead it to how you interact with yourself in those quiet thoughts and how you interact with your family and your friends and your co-workers and your neighbors and the people you don't like and the guy that just cut you off on the road. So how do you see yourself? Do you see yourself as a saint in Christ? Or are you still beating yourself up because of your sin? Huge difference in that. We learn that when Jesus calls Levi, the tax collector, to follow him. And Matthew ends up writing a gospel that has been used to change the course of thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people's lives. Because that's what God does. He sees who you are in him. So hopefully, prayerfully, that is an encouragement to you and that helps you in um, your week. And uh, one other thing for you before we we wrap up, if you don't mind. Uh, Last week, uh, well, previous episode, we posted uh, a sermon and uh, we're just trying to see if that could be beneficial to you you all. And so if that was, let us know in some way or another and uh, just leave us a comment or a like. And uh, we pray that you are doing well and that you would just continue to follow, follow Jesus with all that you are. Thank you. God bless.